Bong Bong. Ain't it funny? At the Adelaide Fringe 2022 in Gluttony, Claiborne McMath, your man, your host from the Welcome to the Pony podcast, has his own uh, Adelaide Fringe comedy show. Yes, I'm going solo for the Adelaide Fringe. So go on to uh, Fringe Ticks and just look up Ain't It Funny or Clay McMath or whatever whatever you want to look up uh, that relates to it and buy your tickets now because I don't want to be stressing about trying to sell out, you know, week off. So get your tickets, tell your friends, tell your stupid parents, um, you know, whatever. Get as many people there, whether they like comedy or not, whether they like black people or not, whatever. Just get some tickets sold for your boy since you never press the fucking share button. Uh, welcome to the potty. It's also brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee uh, in the entire galaxy, they said. Um, dark roast, delicious, chocolatey undertones with a little bit of, you know, black currant even in there, you know, if you're a real wanker about it. Um, Bung Bung Coffee is, is productivity in a cup. Uh, you can go out, you can go to your work Christmas party and wake up a bit dusty and bung bung. You put one of those beans in your coffee mug and now all of a sudden you're recording a podcast at 9am with no problems. Think about that. You could, you know, some people, some people have issues with their digestive tracts and I'm pretty sure uh, bung bung coffee solves all that shit. It, it, it makes you literally do, you know, poos if you have to. It makes you stop doing poos if you have to. It is, um, remember superfoods? This is a super drink. It's... It's Bung Bung Coffee, everybody. BungBungCoffee.com. Go there, press, um, you know, purchase, and enter enter promo code Potty P O Double D Y for fifteen percent off all orders. Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. BungBungCoffee.com. P O Double D Y for fifteen percent off all orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the Meek Mill of podcasting, because I'm always chasing dreams. Yes. Yes. Doing big things here. Oh, I'll tell you this I did have some crazy dreams this week. I did have some crazy dreams this week. There was one where uh, Rachel and I were driving home from somewhere. I don't remember where, but we were in the uh, Range Rover. And um, we witnessed a catastrophic car accident. The car flipped and I guess no one in the car was wearing seatbelts and bodies actually started flying out of the car uh, into a tree and they all got impaled on the tree. And I, the tree caught fire and I went... Rachel, Rachel's like, here, here's a fire extinguisher. Go, 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 right? I took the fire extinguisher, which we had in the in the car, and I went to the tree and I just see all these people that are still alive, like missing limbs with like tree branches going through their bodies and shit. And I was like, do I even put the fire out or do I just let this happen? Like, do I try and save these people? Like, it's looking pretty grim for them, you know? So that was one of my wild dreams. Oh, and one of the people, there was another person um, helping me do it. Like I remember spraying, I remember spraying a little bit 
and just screams, so much screams of the pain of the whatever is in a fire extinguisher, like hitting their exposed wounds and shit like that. It was fucking crazy. Wild dream. Yeah, and then there was someone else was helping me um, do this, uh, and it was Jacob Jackman. So if there's any people in the Adelaide comedy scene, uh, they know who Jacob Jackman is. He was there with his fire extinguisher as well. And yeah, it's not a funny dream, but it had that's that's a dream I had this week. Um. I also had a dream. <laughs> I'm just like imagining Martin Luther King saying like, uh, I also had a dream. <laughs> um, that I sold, I sold a ton of young blood, right? Not, not like a metric ton, but like a lot, a lot of young blood to this creepy country pub owned by twin brothers and they were Jews and they rocked Hitler mustaches uh, ironically. Like they thought they were like, it was like they would take it like, like black people say, they say the N word to like, take it back, take the power back. It was like, they were taking the, the Hitler mustache back. Taking the mo back. Yeah. So, so that was pretty wild as well. And then there was one dream that wasn't, wasn't super crazy, but um, I opened my wallet, which is generally empty. And there was a compartment that I didn't realize I had been accidentally every time I, had like got cash, I had accidentally dropped like, you know, a $50 note or something in there, but I didn't know the compartment exists. And then I opened it and I found this compartment. I had like 800 bucks in it. So that was another, so that, you know, that speaks volumes of my um, current financial status is like, I'm dreaming about finding 800 bucks. So, <laughs> so that's pretty sick. Um, those are the dreams I've had this week. Have you had any dreams this week? I've had a few, but Thinking about them on the spot, can't remember them. Yeah, they're tough to remember, the old dreams. Um, those ones were so unique, they sort of like stuck in the old noggin there. Um, I do like the idea of taking the Hitler moustache, but I might have to write a joke about that. I think that's funny. Um, I don't know whether I'm allowed to make Jewish jokes. Um, but it could be worse. I could be a straight white male making those jokes. So... Um, what else has been happening? You, you're moving, you're in the middle of moving. Yeah, moving house a bit later this week, so it's pretty exciting. That is exciting. It's probably more exciting that it's your own place. Um, I usually hate moving, but it's probably a relief as well for you at the moment with, uh, you know, builds, builds can be a bit stressful. Yeah, yeah, I've been renting for about a decade, so we yeah. finally move into a home. Yeah, nice one. Um... Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. So, some people might be wondering why no episode dropped last week. And I actually had probably one of my favourite episodes uh, of all time last week uh, got recorded. Uh, so, Shad Wicker, he's a friend of the show. He's he's actually on the uh, website for voting for guest of the year. So, do, oh, yeah. Don't forget to go to welcometothebody.com. Uh, and in the menu, go to the page G-O-T-Y. That stands for Guest of the Year. And vote for your favourite guest of uh, 2021. Um, because, yeah, there's good prizes up for grabs. You saw Zave, Zave Dersma won it um, for 2020. Yeah. He won it for 2020. He only just got his uh, prize like a couple months back but um he's you know he's in the running i'll tell you this you're not gonna the 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 
the leader, the leader in the voting right now is unexpected. Unexpected. So go get your votes in. Go get your votes in. Welcome to the potty.com. Uh, uh, probably slash G-O-T-Y. That's probably the website. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so Shad Wicker, he was on. He um, he stayed with me last weekend, did a couple of gigs in Adelaide. So um, I was able to do those gigs with him, which was nice. Um, and Dan Muggleton, who was also in Adelaide. So he's from Sydney, Dan. Uh, Tom, his opener, Tom Whitcomb. Uh He's from Sydney as well, and uh, Shad's from Brisbane. So it was COVID central, really. And, um, yeah, Shad stayed in my house, but I don't. I still don't have COVID. I think, I think if he was carrying, I probably would have had it by now. But I'm feeling pretty good. Um, so, yeah, we did that, I, and we tried to do some stuff. I tried to show him a little bit of Adelaide, like, just like kind of, not heaps dope shit, but like went to Port Adelaide. I uh, wanted to get some low and slow, but that was booked out. Um, I wouldn't mind going there. Maybe the Welcome to the Potty Christmas party could be at um, low and slow. Sounds good. Yep. Okay. And then walk to Pirate Life and get pissed. Yeah, we mean and show that place out. Yeah. So low and slow, we couldn't get in and we actually did. Yeah, we walked to Pirate Life. Uh, so that was cool. Um, that was a Saturday. So Friday night. Um, oh, I actually went to a place that I've never been to before. So picked Shad up from the airport. We hung out here for a bit. He helped me with some jokes, dude. I had wrote these jokes and I thought they were really funny. And he was just like, he no, not in these words, but he basically was like, nah, man. <laughs> so went over some of that, rewrote some jokes, haven't performed them yet. Um, but they're looking way, way, way better. So thanks. Thanks to Shad for helping me out there. Um, and then he he had a mate that he wanted to catch up with and his Uber his Uber his, his Uber fucked around, so I was like, I'll take you, but do you mind if I just like sort of um hang out with you guys? And he was like, Yeah, sure. So we hang out with his friend um at the the Franklin Hotel, had a couple beers there, and then went to Wing It Sports Bar, which I've never been to. Uh and that was cool cool little setup in there and i had a buffalo chicken burger for dinner and that was good uh buffalo you know buffalo is a hard sauce to get right when you're not in america uh there's a couple of chicken places in adelaide that try to do buffalo chicken and it's trash um but in saying that the franklin hotel actually does these buffalo chicken bites which are really really nice but we didn't i didn't have i didn't we didn't eat there went to wing it that was cool, and it was the Thanksgiving football games were being replayed, so Detroit was getting smoked by, I think, Chicago. Um, and then after that, we went to our gig at Rhino Room, and that went really well. Really good gig, really good gig for everybody. Everybody had a really good night, so that was dope. And then we went to Mr. Good Bar. Um, I forget the name of that street, that little side street by the cranker there. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, we went there and just got pissed, really. On Friday, and then Saturday, um, yeah, they came over for the potty. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the potty. So they came over for the potty. Uh, one of the best episodes I've ever done. Uh, not not because of me, but like one of the best episodes I've I've had of the potty. Just 
just the banter, so much banter on shit that you just wouldn't even expect banter on. And it was fantastic, good times. And then I went to, um, you know, edit and upload the file and it's not there. And I haven't told any of them. I haven't messaged them to let them know that. But if they do listen to the show, which I doubt, this is them finding out. That show will never be released. That was just us um, having a bit of, you know, uh, you know, time together. <laughs> um, it almost feels like I like kind of tricked Dan and Tom to co- into coming to my house. Do you know what I mean? Like just to come hang out. Yeah, like oh, it sucks, man. It fucking sucks. I, I, yeah, I have not had the heart to tell them. I don't think they like really give a fuck that the episode's not coming out, but just like the fact that they took time out of their day to come here and do it, um, and it's. It's never going to see the light of day kind of sucks. So sorry to you guys. I know you're not listening, but um, yeah, that that broke my heart because, man, that was a good episode. Um, and oh, what, what else happened? Yeah, so we left here uh, to go to Port Adelaide, low and slow, booked out, went to Pirate Life. That was pretty dope. Had a few beers there. Then went to the city and did a gig at this place called the um, um, Laugh Lounge. And that's just off of Rundle Mall. Um, and I'd never done a gig there. 12 people cancelled their tickets because they looked at the lineup and saw the all these interstate acts and they got cold feet because of COVID. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're on the stage, mate. They're not even near you. And I'm sharing a microphone with them. And shit's sweet. Look at me. I'm COVID-free probably. So what's the capacity of this place? Was it pretty noticeable that 12 people didn't rock up? It was pretty noticeable. It was, yeah. a, bit, it was a big place, but it wasn't like sold out by any means. Yeah, okay. So there was probably about 15 people there and there would have been about 30. Yeah, okay. So that, yeah, that hurt and they were a tough crowd, dude. So tough, in fact, that I had my first utter breakdown on stage. I forgot I forgot my jokes. So I went up there, I did probably two minutes, forgot my jokes, started talking to an audience member to try and, like, just make something out of nothing. I had nothing there. And then I just started doing, like, my old jokes, like, from Fringe last year. Because I was like, I don't, I don't remember anything. So yeah, that was that was tough, man. Um, but it was fun. It still was fun, and it was funny because um, Tom, well, Dan opened. Well, Dan was the MC, so he was, and he was great. And then Tom opened the show. He forgot one of his jokes. Then this guy Steve Copley, he's an Austra- uh, an Adelaide comedian. He goes up. He forgot one of his jokes. Then I went up, forgot my jokes, and Shad's there. He's like, what's going on up there? What, like, what's happening? But Shad, yeah, Shad murdered. Um, he didn't forget any jokes. He's a true professional, not like not like me. But no, it was, it was still a fun night. And, you know, I guess that's, it's not a story I'm going to go around telling everybody. It's not like heaps of fun, but um, it's a story. It's experience stage time and then monday night i had um a open mic gig which was my hundredth gig 
Nice. I wish there was a round of applause button. I'd be hitting that shit. Is right there now. not one? I don't think so. Wow. 100 gigs. There's no round of applause? I don't think so. Give no. me an air horn. Yeah. Wow. I haven't got a round of applause button. That's um, amateur hour. But you know what? That's because we don't do radio sounds on podcasts. That's why. Um, except when I play a game with my guests and they get answers right, I think I do add a little round of applause in there somehow. But Yeah, 100 gigs. Yeah, man. So I'm an even nice. 100 right now. Nice. Yeah, so I think I've been doing comedy like just under two and a half years. 100 gigs means that's less than a gig a week. But we had we did have like a big COVID, like probably five or six months of no gigs. Rough time to start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I probably did. I probably did pro- a solid f- six months before COVID kicked off. And now what's well, COVID's been coming up on two years now. Yeah. Uh, and we're still, yeah, let's not, I'm not going to get into the COVID stuff. I can't even, I can't even do it, bro. Uh, what else happened this week? Dude, I've got, I've got two weeks of updates because, um, because yeah, because I fucked up last week. Um, I guess I didn't, I wouldn't have gone over the updates with guests anyway from the, what happened. Literally nothing happened again last week, I don't think anyway, but this week, yeah, had that gig. The weather was fucking dope. I took the dogs down to the beach. And Nina is so, so, so sweet. She hates the water. I, I carried her in and she just swum back to land and she just stayed. Me and Rachel were in the water. Rachel and I uh, were in the water and Nina just was standing on the beach looking at us. She didn't run away or nothing. So that was, that was cute. She just wants to be around us. Gigi, on the other hand just wants to run she wants to be free so we've got her on the lead and she's like if you if you picture like a pit bull in a in a movie that's like like someone's holding the lead it's like, rawr, 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 and like lunging and like getting pulled back that's what she's like except she's not barking she's like <laughs> like all that kind of shit because she just wants she just wants to play but like we'll never get her back so we keep her on the lead until we get into the water and we take her off the lead in the water and she'll just like, she'll just swim, which is awesome. And she keeps coming back to us and stuff. But as soon as we're on land, she just wants to take off. So we could only stay for like 20 minutes, but they they absolutely love it. And they finally got washed after that. So it's been probably, I'd say four months since they got washed. So they smell nice and feel all soft at the moment, which is dope. And then had my work Christmas party last night. Um... Which I think it was good. It was it was decent. It was at the National is it called National Wine Center? I think so. Yeah, it was at the National Wine Center and um, you know, free food, free booze. I won an award. Um they're just silly awards. It wasn't any anything performance based, which kind of I mean, that's disappointing, I guess. Probably for them. Probably disappointing for them that I'm not performing to a standard to get um <laughs> any type of performance award, but I got they just did awards like silly awards like um who's got the best Zoom background when they're working from home and who's got the most pets that make surprise appearances in Zoom meetings, stuff like this. And um I got uh like some sort of comedian award, like who's the funniest in the office type of thing. And I don't think I'm funny. I think I got it because everyone knows I do comedy, but I think everybody is also probably thinking, This fucking guy does comedy? 
type of thing. Because <laughs> I don't do jokes in the office. Um, I don't have... I probably wouldn't call anyone <laughs> in the office a friend. I hope no one listens. I was about to say. <laughs> I, I think I've hung out with pe- people currently working in the office. I think I've hung out with one of them outside of work once and one time in two years. Two and a half yeah, years. It's probably safe to say that you don't have any friends at work then. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you know, you hear these things about like, yeah, yeah, oh, me and this person, we went out for dinner and like, oh, I always look after this person's dogs when she's away and all this shit. And I'm like, oh shit, everyone hates me, but that's dope. Um, so yeah, I got this comedian award and it was um, a certificate and a little cup and Rachel's like, oh, you got to put that, you know, in your studio. But no, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to display it at work, honestly. Um... So yeah, uh, but it was all that ca- like canapes, like um, finger food type shit. Food, yeah. So I still was hungry uh, and I folded. I folded late at night, probably 11 o'clock at night last night. I ordered McDonald's, Uber Eats. So woke up this morning, wanted to kill myself. Um, so dude, I was so good yesterday. I did an hour bike ride in the morning um, and then I did... I. I had a coffee for breakfast and one sandwich for lunch. I was so good all day. If I didn't have McDonald's, I would have had a caloric deficit for the day, I reckon, easily. And I fucked it. Because I reckon one, like one quarter pounder, double, sorry, double quarter pounder, which is what I got. I don't think you even need the fries. I think the double quarter pounder fucks your day already. Yeah. I'd say so. What is it? Half pounder. Double quarter? Yeah, double yeah. quarter. Yeah. Um, but if you called it a half pounder, no one would order it because that is gluttonous, yeah. bro. Gluttonous. Dude. Oh, I'm a pig. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Have you been listening to any music lately? Uh, I have been. I've been listening to a lot of Dave East lately. Dave East? Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you know... Do you if you had to if you had to pick an album of the week this week what would you go for? Oh, for me, it would be Hoffer. Is that Dave East? Yeah, Hoffer. I've also just recently watched The Irishman. Oh yeah, yeah, and it just so happens, Jimmy Hoffer. Yeah, it just so happens that this album kind of loosely themed around Hoffer. Okay, I'm gonna listen to that today. Hoffer, Dave East. Um, I've got I've got something that I want. I want to. Add to the show. I think, well, we do album album of the week every week, but it's only on Instagram. I don't talk about it on the show. I think I want to talk about an album and I think alternate weeks. So you get an album of the week, then I get one. Um, I might even, I might even release two albums of the week this week because I actually did prepare one as well. Okay, what have you been listening to? The album's called Bo Jackson. And the artist's name is Baldy James. Okay. Who I've never heard of. Never heard of, yeah. I just... You know how, like, you listen to an album and it then just goes on to play, like, kind of similar music? Like, I guess it goes to radio, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember what I was listening to because I'm too obsessed obsessed with Bo Jackson right now. Uh, I've had Bo Jackson on repeat for two weeks and... Um, it's just like, it's, it's like that old school sounding and it's like kind of, it's like, it's like relaxed. It is kind of 
I would call it gangster rap, but it's his voice is very like he's not screaming on the track. Um, he's talking about like drug dealing and like guns and stuff like that. But he's like real chill. The beats are like boom bap, old school, jazzy kind of. Um, and the the vibe is similar to like Westside Gun and like Con, like uh, what are they called? Griselda. Uh, very similar, like without the like, like without all that shit. Um, yeah. So Baldy James, um, and I think, I think it's produced by the Alchemist. The whole album, um, Baldy James and Alchemist, Bo Jackson, check it out. It's fucking sick. I have not listened to anything else in two weeks. Um, so good. So listen to Hoffa by Dave East, uh. And Bo Jackson by Baldy James and the um, the Alchemist. Very cool stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to add to the show was a recommendation. If you've got a, a recommendation of anything, anything. Well, like movie, podcast. Movie, podcast, uh, yeah. food, food hack, um, uh, exercise. Um, meditation, whatever you've been, like if you added something to your life or recently discovered something or whatever, I want to hear it once a week. Uh, when I do close reviews, then you can add a recommendation at the end, I think. All right. All right, I'll start. I'm not going to have anything this week. No. Well, I didn't, I didn't give you a heads up. Right. Uh, so let's go, in saying that, let's go to close reviews. Comedy action, oh, I mean, I kind of miss the old Will version this movie <laughs> Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costume. This segment is plays reviews. I might, I, I honestly might re-record that for a third time. But um, I only watched one movie this week. Well, one one movie that I haven't um, reviewed before because we're on we're on um, Christmas movies now. Uh, we're on Christmas movies. So I watched Elf last night. I did start watching this other movie called um, The Fat Man. It's Mel Gibson. And Mel, Kib- Mel Gibson's like a badass Santa. And um, a kid, 12-year-old kid with money, tries to get um, Santa assassinated by a hitman. Because the hitman's on the naughty list, so he's got something against Santa too. Anyway, I'm not reviewing that because I haven't actually finished it. Um, so before, like end of November, I watched a film called My Spy. My Spy with um, Dave Batista. So, you know, not, you know, not the best. Um, but it was cute. It was like, it's like, it's definitely a kid's movie. It's like a buddy cop movie and the buddy is a little girl um, who kind of looks like if, if Rachel and I had a kid that was a girl, that's kind of what she would look like maybe, I think. Um, she's so so light skinned; it's unreal. So that's probably what my kid's gonna look like. Um, should I choose to have a child someday? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess uh, Batista is a is this spy. Oh, you know what? I shouldn't do. I'm doing Clay's reviews, but I'm doing like um, Clay's plot summaries. So I'm not doing plot. I'll just tell you, it was. Fucking fine if you're a kid. 
but I'm an adult, so it wasn't that dope, okay? It was, you know, action and silly little jokes and, you know, a little bit of love. You know, there was a love scene in there. Not love scene, love side story. Um, and Batista's not a good actor, you know? You can't just keep pulling wrestlers and trying to make him actors. The Rock was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. They tried to do John Cena. He's trash. Batista, trash. But I've got a friend called Luda who... Um, He's a friend of the show. He's been on the show before. Uh, he's an artiste. He's done two tattoos on my body. Um, if Ludar decides to start doing HGH and steroids and shit, he's going to look like Batista. <laughs> uh, this movie, it was fine, man. I, I don't recommend it unless you got kids. Six, six out of ten, I give it. It's, yeah, it was whatever. And that's all I've got. That's close reviews. Um... Let's go. Oh, let's go to sport. The battle for divorced dads is um, moving along. We missed a week, obviously, uh, with the whole incident with the show last week. Uh, so I'm not going to run down the results of Lavelle and I's picks from two weeks ago because that. Uh, that doesn't really make sense, but we went three and three, so we tied for that week. So I'm still up one game. The score is 15 16 Clay's way, and let's make our picks here. Um, what's the date? Is the fourth? So this will release on the fifth. So let's start on the sixth. Sixth. My mum hates the way I say that. I say sixth. Sixth. Yeah, but you're supposed to say sixth. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But sixth is so much simpler in my eyes. Anyway, uh, what have we got here? I will choose. Oh, wow. I think I'm going to. Oh, oh, Utah over Cleveland. No doubt. All right. I'm going to go with the Pelicans over the Rockets. Pelicans over Rockets. Okay. Um, wow, OKC Detroit. I wonder if that's just going to be in an empty stadium. Who the fuck wants to see that <laughs> shit? OKC, dude, yesterday. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone saw this shit, but OKC got bodied yesterday um, by about, was it 68 points? 78. I think 68. They got popped by um, Grizzlies. Memphis without Jar, right? Mm. <laughs> without Jar. Um, oh, do we know if he's okay? I hope so because I got him in one of my fantasy teams. So I really hope he's all right. But it's going to be a couple of weeks, I think, at least until he's back. Yeah, you don't have LeBron, do you? No. Nah. Or Kyrie? I've got Kyrie. Oh. But I took him real late. Okay. I'm not too stressed. So he could. I mean, there. I saw a headline today that um, it just said Kyrie will not play unless he's traded. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if that means it's happening. Um. I heard. I did hear legit trade rumors about Kemba Walker from the New York Knicks. He's been benched. Yeah. So he got taken out of the rotation. Yeah. So. Very interesting. He's on a big contract. Yeah, like 
It's just crazy what two months into his new contract went there as a free agent. Now he's completely out of the rotation. Yeah. So, you know, I I did see something that Gilbert Arenas said, which I think I do agree with, um, where like you can you co- you could kind of see it coming. I didn't. I never thought it, but like in hindsight, like you've got this guy who's a defensive liability uh, with a historically defensive-minded coach um, who's got Derek Rose, his man, his A1 from since day one on the team. Like, it was a recipe to be benched. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think it. But, um, yeah, Gilbert Arenas said it. He also said it after the fact. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens because there's been. I think they said there's been several teams, which several to me means three or more, um, who have shown legitimate interest in in a trade for Kemba. Um, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing seeing a sneaky trade. When's the trade deadline? Fifteenth of December this year. That soon. I thought it was usually like February. Oh, is it? Can you can you uh, yeah, can uh Google that? Cause yeah, I'm trying to think. My balls have started to kind of hit a bit of a wall. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see like the big moves in the trade there. Like every year, it's fun. I'm not a huge. Okay, so what have we got? We've got Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, and um, Campbell Walker are the big ones that they're they're looking at. I'm surprised they don't have. Um, Kyrie in that, in the mix. You know? Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just wondering who would take him. Kyrie? I guess any city that doesn't have that mandate in place. Yeah. So anyone that's not LA or New York. Yeah. Um, It's so funny that KD left uh, Steph for Kyrie. Again, <laughs> Kyrie left him. It's like... It's like um, you leave your your main bitch for your side chick and then your side chick leaves you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. like, what, what do you give up for Kyrie though? Like, it feels like everywhere he goes is just something happening. Yeah. Always some drama with the dude. Yeah. And it's like, you can say like, oh, he's a champion, he's got a ring. Yeah, well. Which he is, but like, there's also always something else happening. He was also on a fucking stacked team with LeBron James and Ke- like, prime Kevin Love, on maybe a little bit past prime Kevin Love, but like efficient Kevin Love. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, he's a fucking wizard. He's a fucking magician with the ball. But yeah, it's just always some drama with this guy. Yeah, he's a fucking clown. Um, yeah, did you find a date? Okay, so this, this December 15th you were talking about, that's when trades can start happening. Because if someone just got signed in the offseason, you can't trade them straight away. But from December 15 onwards, you can. But if they're on an old contract, they can, like someone could get traded today or no? I don't know about, I think so. I think, if, yeah, if they're on an older contract, they could. But right. I guess from December 15 onwards, like anyone's free game. So right. So, so Kemba being um, on a new free agent contract could not get traded today. That's yeah, that's my understanding. But Kyrie could, I think so. Yeah, and Ben Simmons could because yeah. that's what he's waiting for, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it just yeah, so many more possibilities now that all, pretty much everyone in the league's open. Right, so fifteenth is going to be interesting, uh, and then when does it when does it close? Do you know, uh, 
I reckon that's the one that's in February. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, can't find it. Yeah, that's all right. Um, let's go back to making our picks. So uh, it's my mine mine next. So um, uh, what have we got here? Memphis, Miami. Oh, I might take Miami over Memphis, and that's in Miami. All right, I'm going to take Golden State over Orlando. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking easy pick. Um, dude, Phoenix is rolling. 18 straight or something? Yeah, I think... Are they playing, playing the Warriors again today? Oh, really? I reckon, I reckon they had them twice in a week. I think oh, I might, I might have to watch that one. Um, what do we got here? Um, I don't like any of those. I want to skip this day. Oh, big day. Okay, what do we got? Philly at Charlotte, Chicago at Cle- Oh, let me take let me take my Bulls at Cleveland. God, I've got. I'm, I don't like going against the same team twice. Like I've got, I'm going against Cleveland though, who are trash. But oh, well, Evan Mobley, dude, he's a fucking beast. I love him. I love him. I've only seen. I've only like just started. Like not. Not believing the hype, but like I hadn't, I hadn't seen them play because they're Cleveland. I don't give a shit. But I've been, I've been watching him a bit lately, and um, he's fucking good, bro. Like everything, he can, he can play, make, he can score, he can defend. Oh, he's, he's a joy to watch. I got to start watching more Cleveland games. Got um, yeah, got Darius Garland in one of my teams. He's been playing pretty well this year, like stats wise. Anyway, yeah, but. Their record's not as bad as you would have thought. What's their... What's, do you know what it is? Uh, sorry, I've got to make one more pick, then I'll yeah. suss it. Yeah. And I'm going to go with... Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to take Milwaukee over Miami. Yeah, nice. Nice. Um. Yeah, Cleveland sitting in sixth. Wow. Who's down the bottom of the... Of the East there. Yeah, Detroit and Orlando, of course. I didn't think Indiana were going to be good, but I didn't think they were going to be this bad either. My uh, my boss is an Indiana fan, and I started talking about NBA last night, and I saw his face just like... <laughs> like the, the blood drained from it. He looks like he saw a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking real competitive out East. Yeah, the East, the East is... Um, like everyone talks about how well, no, the east is the east is the dominant. Um, For years it was the west. But the, yeah, but it's the west is trash right now. Like Philly, eleven and eleven, sitting in eleventh. Like who's who's who would you say is the third best outside Golden State and um, Phoenix? Third best team. Yeah, in in the west. Uh. Okay, yeah, Utah's third, which makes sense. But, like, the rest there, like, yeah, do any of those teams threaten you? Not really. Dallas, like, Dallas don't look don't look great. Like, and I called it. I mean, they're, fit, they're fourth, which isn't bad. But, like, like yeah, just Jason Kidd, bro. I've, I I've still got faith in the Lakers come, come the end of the season. 
Yeah, well, if LeBron James keeps pretending to be hurt and have COVID and shit like that, um, he'll be fresh, won't he? It's a fucking joke. Um, fucking false positive. Get the fuck out of here, this guy. LeBron's a false positive. Um, yeah, fuck Portland, bro. Yuck. Do you, what? Do they look better? Do they look better with Ben Simmons? Portland. Yeah. What are they giving up to get him? Got to get, got to get rid of CJ. CJ. I want to see that. I wouldn't mind seeing it. So he runs what the point and Dame's the two. Guess so. Or they're both or, combo guards. Or you just have, or you alternate have them. Simmons out there in like a Draymond sort of role. Uh, like a a small power forward. He's not that small though. No, he's not. He's six eight or something. Yeah. yeah, but he thinks he's a point guard. Yeah, we'll just get him playmaking inside of the high post. He's a downhill player as well, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'd like to see it. Portland has to do something. They're not going anywhere with the current setup. They've been trying it for years now and keep running into a brick wall. Yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, man, I just. <laughs> I want to like Ben Simmons because he's Australian. He just fucking... He just seems like such a fucking loser, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, well, I've got one more pick. Is that only three? Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's go to the 10th. Um, yeah, well, let's go to the 11th. What's on the 11th? Okay. Um, oh, Milwaukee at Houston. Give me that. All right, I'm going to go back to the previous day and say Lakers over Memphis. We both we both got our uh, our own teams in there this week. All right, nice one. We yeah, fifteen and sixteen. It's looking it's looking real tight. It's looking real tight. Um. Okay, what else have we got? Oh, yeah, poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Can you go to the one of the email inboxes there? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, we got one coming in here from Peter. Shout out to Peter. Um, most of my friends' dads are named Peter. Okay, Bomb Squad called to... Gloucestershire Royal Hospital after man gets World War II mortar stuck up his bottom. Wowee. So this is a man trying to get, like, really get that 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 rear end climax. That real, that real, that's a real <laughs> old suppository, bro. That is, bro, that is... I've heard I've heard a lot of nurses. I've I know a couple nurses, and they say that like the amount of times that people come in with something up their butt, um, or lodged in their um penis, like people people put things in their dicks, dude. What what kind of things? You name it. People put like marbles in their dicks. Um, there was a story. I don't I don't know if we did a poor posture of the week on it, but there was a story of like um, this kid 
stuck a USB cable down his dick. Um, people put pens down their wieners, dude. Cause there's, I think that's a thing. Like some people, I don't know. I don't know if people get off on that or if they're testing. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. It makes two of us. Yeah, I like. You know, I like pussy. You <laughs> know, I'm not trying to. Dude, I'm not really trying to put much down my wiener, bro. March as in anything. Anything. You know, sometimes in surgery, they put a catheter or something down there. I've had several surgeries and haven't had that, thankfully, because I heard I heard when they take it out, I heard the pain is just like nuts. Uh, no pun intended. But because like when I've had knee surgeries, they've got this thing, it's called a drain. And it's just like, yeah, like a pipe in your knee. So like, so you're not just bleeding everywhere when they're doing surgery. And they take it out of you when you're awake, bro. And it feels, it's just like, it, yeah, it's like, it's like this. Like, this is inside your knee and then they're just like, and it feels like they're pulling a vein out. Like, Gosh. it fucking kills. And I'm just like, you you couldn't do this while I was knocked the fuck out? I don't understand it. Same with the catheter. Oh, they wait till you're conscious, don't they? Yeah, they're like, okay, uh, welcome back. Here's a muffin. <laughs> Anyway, this guy tried to put a bomb up his anus and the bomb, the bomb squad was called to Gloucestershire. Why would you have a town called Gloucestershire? Gloucestershire. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Gloucestershire Royal Hospital on Thursday after a patient was admitted with a mortar shell stuck in his rectum. Troops from 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment rushed to the Gloucester Hospital. Gloucester? Gloucester. Gloucester? Gloucester? <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Fuck you, Peter. Um, after being notified by police that a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum. I think... I think... This ta- you know, this takes the phrase explosive orgasm to another level, doesn't it? This next sentence is fucking nuts. The man was a military enthusiast who found the shell while clearing out, but somehow tripped and fell on onto the 57 millimeter piece of army ordnance that landed him in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just trip over and, um, yeah, dude. I've fallen over many times in my life and never has anything been caught up my ass when I stood up. Not once. Not once. And I've never like, yeah, I've never tripped and like fallen into pussy. I've never tripped and fallen into an asshole. I've never tripped and had something lodged into my asshole. Also, what, you were cleaning up naked, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I think you were, yeah, trying to, maybe he was, I don't know, was he, was he constipated? Was he trying to clear himself out? Was he, what, did he have diarrhea? Was he trying to plug himself up? Or was he trying to have an explosive orgasm? He said he put it on the floor, then he slipped and fell on it, and it went up his anus. Explain all the lube on it, bro. <laughs> a hundred. It, it was fifty-seven millimeters in diameter and one hundred and seventy millimeters in length, dude. There are these. 
there are these women out there called size queens, right? And they like to fuck gigantic dildos and wieners, okay? And some of them couldn't couldn't handle this. And this man's put it up his booty hole, bro. This guy, first off, is this guy married? Because <laughs> if you are, if this guy's married, his wife should leave him. Or no, she shouldn't. She should embrace the sexual energy and get a strap on, a a strap on shaped as a mortar. And they should, when they have sex, they should call it going to war. (laughs) (laughs) And that guy has PTSD. Thank you so much, Peter. What do we got? What we got next? This one's coming in from Brian. And Brian is the name of a talking dog. Um, Italian tries to, <laughs> to dodge COVID jab using fake harm. An Italian man who wanted a coronavirus vaccine certificate without actually having the jab tried to play their system by presenting health workers with a fake harm. Uh, is this guy's name Antonio Brown of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> Antonio, I have a fake arm. Give me the coronavirus vaccine right now. Despite the realistic skin colour, nobody was fooled by the silicon limb and the man in his 50s was reported to local police following the incident uh, in Biella, northwest Italy. This is your people, Lavelle. Same one, man. <laughs> the case borders on the ridiculous. If it were not for the fact we are talking about a gesture of enormous gravity. I don't even know what that sentence is. He said, such an act was unacceptable faced with the sacrifice that our entire community has paid during it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fake harm incident comes ahead of time. Okay, now they're getting all serious. Um, I like it. I like I like the fact that um, you care that much about something. Um, I like the fact that you sourced a realistic arm, but not realistic enough to fool anybody. I like to think that um, he he like had his real arm like and his hand in his pocket while the fake arm was like flopping around <laughs> in his jumper and shit. Um yeah, I like I like the the grind and the hustle and the I like that you care enough to not get the jab, but you still want your certificate. So you're not out there marching. This guy's not one of these guys doing rallies for freedom. This guy is just like, I want, you know, I want to get this certificate. What would be why wouldn't you do something like forge one? Like spend a little bit of time instead of developing a fake arm, just develop a vaccine, a fake vaccine passport. You know? Yeah. I wonder if their vaccine passport's the same as ours though. Because I don't know how you'd go about forging one of those digital ones, like an Apple wallet or whatever. Yeah. Well, people people I'm do sure all types ways, of shit. I'm, yeah. yeah. I mean... What's that movie? Catch Me If You Can, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's bloody, he's doing like fake Pan Am checks and all types of shit. Not, I mean, you can't really buy anything. with. I've never seen a real life check. Seen a few, but few and far between. Oh, I got a check, I got a check once in America for, I think, I think, yeah, I think that should probably remain nameless, but I, you could, you could actually um, deposit a check in an ATM. Over there, I don't. I don't know if you can here. I'm sure. Yeah, you can do that here as well. Yeah, so it just reads your check, bang bang, coffee. You've got your uh, your money in the bank. I remember I was at the casino once and I forgot my pin number, so I couldn't gamble. 
forgot my pin number just for the couple of hours I was, I was at the casino. That's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. And then I just remembered it the next day. Nuts. Um, yeah, I like this guy. I like this guy's, uh, his whole uh, energy. I don't, you know, I'm not really, I think I'm an anti, I think I'm an anti-vaxxer at heart. Not anti-vaxxer, anti-COVID vaxxer at heart. I've got, you know, I've got that double jab. I've got that DJ. I'm vaxxed up. That DV, that double vax, but since um since it doesn't mean shit, it's kind of annoying. But yeah, shout out, thanks Brian for sending in that guy. And this one's from Asher, which is generally a lady's name. Like when the ladies send things in. Maryland homeowner burned down house trying to fight snakes. <laughs> Get these motherfucking snakes out my motherfucking house. A Montgomery County, Maryland homeowner burned down their house on November 23 while trying to manage a snake infestation. There's there's better things you can do, I think. I think you can call like pest control or, um, you know, your stepdad. Anything. Anything is better than maybe burning your house down. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue spokesperson Pete Piringer tweeted that the owner tried to use smoke from coals to fight the serpents. <laughs> they called him serpents <laughs> in a house on Big Woods Road near Poolsville. Oh, boy. Updates. Calls to close to combustibles. <laughs> Look at the fucking house. This house is up in flames. Like... It's over. I wonder how many snakes we're talking though. Like one or two, yeah. Call call someone to come remove it. But if my house is full of snakes, I'm probably burning that shit down too. Yeah, that's true. It's believed the coals in the basement started the fire, which caused more than a million dollars in damage. There were no human injuries. Uh, he listed the snakes' status as undetermined. How many, yeah, how many? It, yeah, it doesn't They say don't say how many snakes. So like infestation, that, that sounds pretty full on. Infestation, how big are they though? Is it just like those little bad boys? Like, if, if it's like a nest the size of, like, you know, a car tire, right, with, like, 50 tiny little bad yeah. boy snakes, you can get a garbage bag or something. Would I? No. I would be calling somebody. I'd call the fire department. I would straight up call Triple Zero if I had to, and I would lie. I wouldn't say it's snakes. I'd say there's a fire in my basement, and then they'd come, and if they wouldn't help, I'd light a fire then. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't light the fire first. Um. Yeah, surely, and it looks like it was night time, so maybe there was no like pest control that they could call. Would you consider leaving the house for the night? Yeah, let, let, let the snakes have the house for the night and then just come back with reinforcements and get rid of them the next day. But do you get all of them? If they take over the house while you're gone, do the pest control people get all of them? That's the question. That would you trust it? Would you be able to sleep the next night? Probably not. Yeah, I, I, you know, hey, I've changed my mind. I think they've done the right thing. Yeah, I think she did the right thing. Yeah, I think you got to you got to burn the house down. Do and I'd like to know: Does this person get charged? Is that arson against yourself? Yeah, property. Can you get in trouble for property damage on yourself? But that's like. That's the house looks pretty isolated, so it doesn't look like neighbors were in danger. But isn't it a risk of like starting like a bushfire? Probably not in Maryland, but 
doesn't seem like something that you're just allowed to do. <laughs> yeah. It seems against the law regardless of whose property it is and where it is. Just lighting a house up. Obviously, her insurance will not be taking care of her. No. no. Million dollars in damages and now you're homeless. But also snakeless. So I think you come out on top there. Good job. Um, thank you, Asha, for sending that one in. And I think we're at uh, advice. Time for some advice. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. So it's kind of, kind of long. This one's coming in from Katie. K-A-D-I-E. I went to school, went to college with a girl named Katie. Um, and she was a cheerleader. She was hot. And uh, no, I didn't, if you're wondering. Uh, hey Claytron, big fan of the show. I'm a 31 year old female. I've been dating a 20, 28 year old male for seven months now. We've had our ups and downs and oh, I forgot to read the subject line. My boyfriend wants me to change how I dress from Katie. Um, we've had our ups and downs and differences on things. He's super modest and came from a Christian family. When we started dating, he told me he didn't like me wearing things that showed my chest. It made him feel uncomfortable because I have a big chest and other men would look. Um, I, ha- I said no problem and stopped wearing certain tops. Now he tells me last night that it's a deal breaker for him if I wear crop tops now, even if it's just a t-shirt and my chest is completely covered. He said, if I want to move forward and get married and have children, I cannot continue to dress like that. He also listed some other things he doesn't like me, drinking alcohol. He said when we are out and he doesn't like how I'm acting, he's going to tell me to stop drinking and I have to listen or if he doesn't like my attitude, he will tell me to act right or we'll go home. I understand where he's coming from, but I feel uncomfortable now. Bung, bung. Um, first off, the wherewithal to end your email with bung, bung after saying all of that is uh, phenomenal and congratulations. But yeah, get out. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's too much um, control. Too much control. I've got a person in my life going through something kind of similar. Um, they were cheated on and now they are, I'm trying not to gender these people just to keep it pretty anonymous. Now they are, yeah, applying curfews and shit to their partner. Um, and that's just, it's not healthy and you shouldn't, I don't think they will last, this couple, um, because it's not healthy and it's not dope. I, um I've been cheated on before and and I told my uh, girlfriend at the time, or well, I guess she was my ex-girlfriend already. I think I broke up with her pretty much immediately and she was like, oh, I'll, I won't go out anymore and all this shit. I'm like, I don't want to be your babysitter. I wanted to be your boyfriend. Like, So, yeah. And this this couple in my life, that's what it is. It's more baby babysitter type of shit or parent. Like you got a curfew, you know, Australian government type shit. So, um, um, yeah, I, I, I say get out. Um, I was with a girl, uh, and most of my friends will know who I'm talking about, and she had uh, gigantic fake boobs, and she would let them out all the time and do the Instagram stuff. And I was probably insecure at the time after being cheated on probably three times back to back, and I didn't like it. And I did say, I did say, like, oh, I don't, um, I don't really like... Uh, you posting, you know, that kind of stuff to Instagram because it's is too thirsty. Like I didn't mind her dressing like that and like um, whatever, but like 
just always posting pictures. I, I couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. And it made me, I was always angry. I was always angry um, with it. And it wasn't good. wasn't healthy. And I I made the decision to end that because I saw the road I was going down. I was, I was going to end up like this guy. Uh, and I think you should, I think you should leave him. You said you've only been with him seven months. That's nothing. That's nothing. Get out. Get out. Um, he's from a Christian family. They probably all suck anyway. So move. <laughs> Get out of there. Um, next one coming in from Nick. Nick, girls hitting me up while girlfriend and I are on a break. Boss man, we're on a break. We are not seeing other people. Same rules as if all was normal. We are not talking though. That sounds fun. Uh, I posted a picture of myself and a couple girls hit me up. I didn't act on any of it and never would. Normally, we would tell each other this stuff out of respect, especially since they were pretty bold statements, stuff your partner deserves to see. I feel guilty not immediately showing her, but also messaging her would make her irritated. What would you do? Bung, bung. Um, I'd keep that shit to myself, dude. And what did you say? Uh, something about deserves to see especially since they were pretty bold statements, stuff your partner deserves to see. Your partner doesn't deserve to see that, dude. That's, that is, uh, all that does is make, it, it adds to insecurity. If I, if I get some girl sliding in my DMs, I'm in a very comfortable relationship. I'm not showing Rachel. No fucking, hey, Rachel, check this out. This chick wants to fuck me. What? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's not dope, dude. You don't, uh, yeah, I, I get it. You're you're saying it because it's supposed to be respectful. Just don't respond to it and delete it. And are you on a break? Are you on a break? This sounds like some real Ross and Rachel type shit. Do you, we're not seeing other people while we're not talking. What are you supposed to get out of that? And when do you start talking again? Do you have a date? I always think of a break as a as a test breakup. I don't. I don't. I don't see it as a positive move generally. Um, I'll give you another example. Rachel knows somebody that has just recently broken up with their partner because of some uh, some dishonesty, some financial dishonesty. Uh, this person was earning more than they let on. Their partner wanted to look at buying a house and they said that they didn't have enough money for a deposit. And they didn't, but they should have with the salary they were making. Now, I don't have any more information than that, but I, I immediately go to, where's this money going? Is it going to drugs? Is it going to prostitutes? Is it going to gambling? Um, what kind of car does he drive? Like, has he got a huge car note? Like, is he driving a fucking Lambo and he's paying, you know, a grand a month on that shit? Or where's this money going? That's my first question. And a grand a month would be so, so cheap for a Lamborghini. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, and then apparently this couple is is on a break to to regain trust. But I'm just like, how, how does a break make you regain trust? So we're going to separate. I don't know where this money's going and you've lied to me. And what, so after time... How does that fix? It? I don't understand that. that. To me, I was just like, yeah, that's that's a that's a breakup. That's just you call it a break to let them down easily. That's what I, that's what I think. But what do I know? But no, um, 
Dude, one, number one, no, don't fucking show her these messages that these girls sent you. Two, I don't think you're getting back with this girl, so maybe respond to the messages. I, I, I don't know. A break? I need more information on this, a break, honestly. But no, I wouldn't show the messages. I would ignore the messages, delete the messages, and not respond to them if you truly do think that you're getting back with this girl. Do not... It does not make sense. Would you, if if you got a DM from a chick that like wanting to hook up, would you show Hannah? I don't think so. It no, doesn't make sense. Doesn't, doesn't. What do you gain from that? Nothing. She's not gonna like be. Oh my god! Thank you so much for showing me. You're such an honest person. Let's have sex. Like it's it's not gonna be dope. It's gonna lead to an argument that didn't need to happen. Yeah. Why did she feel like? Why did she feel safe messaging you that? What have you said to her before? That's the type of shit you get. It doesn't... And on the flip side, I don't want to know if guys are sliding into Rachel's DMs. As long as you're not doing it, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. care. I don't need to know. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it, bro. One more. <laughs> this is a good one. This one's coming in from Ben. How do I tell my wife her cooking is bad? <laughs> so we've been together for about six years. And have been married for about two of those years. I'm 28, she's 27. We live in a major southern state, so the first time she cooked for me, it was awful. <laughs> I got major food poisoning and was glued to the restroom that day. Now, I thought it was a fluke. Maybe it was just me overreacting of how bad it tasted. Second time was the same and so on and so forth. I try to do the cooking or offer, to take, or offer takeout so that she doesn't have to work more than she has to. Ever since Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, she has been on a cooking spree because she overheard me at the table how much I love my mum's recipe for green bean casserole and collard greens. Um, you're bad at spelling, Ben. Um, it's collard greens, uh, just so you know. Um, and also, start your sentences with a uh, capital letter. So I guess she got the recipe... And also spell recipe correctly. Um, I guess she got the recipe from my mom and tried to make it again for me. And I don't know if she strayed from the recipe or what, but it tasted like burnt ash. <laughs> and I stomached it. And the second she she scoped on my plate, scoped? Bruh. I haven't said the word yet this episode, but I think you might be. <laughs> um, but she has been on a cooking spree and I don't think my insides can take it anymore. <laughs> I'm even okay taking a cooking class with her, but I don't want to start a major fight. Last time I told her I didn't like her new haircut, she went off the deep end. <laughs> Why'd you tell her that? <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, bro. You're 28. You've been with her for six years, so you're 22. So you still should know better. Like, even if it's your first girlfriend, you should know better than to tell your girlfriend, you don't like her haircut. I've heard of like old people, like, like a, like, you know, a 60 year old lady goes and gets like a, like a, tries to get like a hip haircut and ends up like with one of those, like, I want to talk to the manager cuts. And then like, I've heard of like, um, like an old man seeing her approach the house, but like he's inside and she's outside. And I've heard, I've heard stories where they're just like, Oh God. <laughs> but like, you don't like, if you don't like it, you don't say that. That's, and that's, you know, that's not even your question, but don't tell, don't ever do that again. All right, Ben. Um, 
in terms of the cooking, um, Rachel's not the best cook, but she cooks the things she cooks, like they're not disgusting. They're just not dope. Like she cooks like, you know, easy shit like salmon and steamed vegetables or whatever. And it's like, okay. Uh, and she gets in, she gets into like a rhythm of something where she's like, Oh, I want to cook this and we'll have to eat that eight nights in a fucking row. Um, but then she'll, she'll make something, um, and she'll just see something in the fridge and she'll be like, Oh, well, I guess now that I've seen that I have to add it. And that's a problem. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll just talk to her about that kind of thing. Like, Oh, you know, like you didn't have to put, um, you know, um, you didn't have to melt chocolate over the top of our, of our fucking, you know, rump steak just because the chocolate was there. You know, you, you can leave that in the fridge for something else. We've had those type of discussions, but this sounds like you're honestly like on the verge of tears or throwing up every time you eat. And I think, you, I think, I think that like on some type of honesty where you're, um, you're, you're careful. You've got to, you've got to be careful around your words. I think you are on the spectrum, my guy. And I don't, I don't think you have that kind of tact. The fact that you just dropped in um, this last sentence. I don't want to start a major fight. Last time I told her I, I didn't like her new haircut, she went off the deep end. For you to think that that's just like a normal thing to say, you're definitely specked out. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> I, I, I would just do my best to just be like, hey, babe, this is trash. <laughs> um, look, I really respect, I, I'm really grateful that you've been cooking so much lately. Uh, it makes my life easier. And thank you so much. I do have to be honest with you. I haven't really like entirely enjoyed everything you've cooked. If there has been something that's been decent, like maybe ask her to do more of that. Um, offer to cook with her. So you can figure out what is going on if she if she is fucking with the recipe. If following a recipe is not that hard, so that's that's a problem that she's got the recipe from your mom and she's fucked it up. So I think you you say like, oh, let's have like a indoors date night and we'll cook. You know, we'll cook my mom's collard greens or whatever, because um, they are called collard greens, not collard greens. Uh, Cali greens, you've spelt it like California greens, which maybe that's something I've never heard of, but I think you're trying to say collard greens, my guy, because you are, um, whatever you are. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think you you try cooking with her and you see where this is all happening. But I honestly, your whole situation and the way this email is written, I doubt that you're very good at cooking. I doubt that you're allowed to handle scissors, um, in a room by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right welcome to the party on everything uh follow rate review if you oh please please rate and review the podcast on itunes man like it takes a minute it takes a minute i need i just need five star reviews on i need honestly if i if i'm being completely transparent with you guys i need to be in this algorithm for this upwards trajectory so hit that five star review Write a review. Um, let me have a look here to see if we've got any new reviews and I'll, I'll read out any new ones we've got. Um, really, really quick here. Uh, welcome to the potty. 
You just Google, you just look up Welcome to the Potty in the Apple um, podcast app. Comes right up. You click on it. You scroll down. Uh, no, there's no new reviews, you guys. I need I need you guys to do it. I really do. And I probably should have said this at the top of the episode because you probably tuned out by now. But um, rate and review, five stars. Write a funny review or read it on the show and I'll give you a shout out, whatever. Um, just do that for me. And go to the, if you're in Adelaide for the Fringe, go to the uh, Fringe Ticks website. Look up Ain't It Funny. Look up Claiborne McMath. Dude, just Ain't It Funny, Claiborne McMath. I'm in gluttony. Uh, buy your tickets ASAP so I don't need to be scared that I'm going to be performing to nobody. Please buy tickets. I don't know. It's an 80-seater venue, so I'm very nervous. <laughs> Six nights in an 80-seater. It's going to be tough. So, um, yeah, help us out. Buy your tickets. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bang bang! Baby, welcome to